Welcome to Date Card. I'm Jenna. I'm Danica. And we are ready to scream into the void with you all. <laughs> I was just told I'm not allowed to scream on this episode, so I'm I'm not joining you, Jenna. <laughs> okay, oops. But, but our listeners are definitely doing that. Yeah. And also joining us in the void tonight is a very special co-host, guest host, on this podcast, Dan, do you want to do the honors? Yeah, this is my boyfriend, Andrew. Welcome to the pod. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> I'm the boy. We're, the boy. We're... <laughs> Sorry. No, that's good. No, yep. Welcome to the void, y'all. Um, Thanks for so having happy, me, by the way. Yeah, I'm oh, really sorry. happy that you're good. We're going to do this all night, so let's just <laughs> fucking get into it. I am very excited that you're here, Andrew. Andrew watches with us every week. Like a good boy. I try. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here and there. <laughs> no, you're you're good. You you how long have you been watching the franchise? Um, so <laughs> let's see. I can answer that question. Yes. <laughs> Andrew and I have dated multiple times. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, I don't know if you watched before, but the last time we dated, which was like two years ago, or uh-huh. the last time we were seeing each other, like two years ago, I remember I was making him watch bachelor winter games with me and yeah. we still have like inside jokes about that season yeah. like specifically referring to the jacuzzi yeah the jacuzzi <laughs> listen when i say i want to be in jacuzzi we yeah, make please. a time to be there in the jacuzzi <laughs> Just like um, literally a tourist yeah. obsessed with like time management <laughs> who wants to be in a jacuzzi with claire so badly and she's just like me like in a bathtub with her girlfriend like it's fine yeah. oh yeah that was the best part was she was like in a bathtub but just like <laughs> upstairs shaving her legs for the jacuzzi yeah, <laughs> yeah um, i would say since winter games like i mm-hmm. not like main mainline bachelor bachelorette but a lot yeah. of bip yeah. yeah, I love Bip. Oh Andrew God. loves Paradise. I do love Paradise. Oh, who doesn't? I mean, fuck, <laughs> it's gonna be great. It's gonna make it messy season. Um, so that's what I liked about watching yeah. it with you, though, is like that you definitely get a lot of references from at least like yeah, the last handful of seasons, mm-hmm. which I always like. Instead of having to explain everything to somebody who sat down and watched, and they're like, "Who's what's going on?" I'm like, "You don't know. Stop." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And, like, the other great thing about Andrew is he has, like, a little bit of, like, a Dean vibe, except for now. Yeah, oh. Andrew shaved his mustache yesterday, and I was like, I love you still, but you lost that Dean energy yesterday. Yeah, he did major Dean vibes. Gone. Well, I was just like, you know what? He's getting married. Like, I'm not ready to get married yet. Just (laughs) not yet. Not yet, you know. I'm I'm easing my way into it. I can't have BDE right now, you know. Yeah. (laughs) Big, big Dean energy. That big Dean energy, yeah. I had to take away a little bit. Of oh, it. I love it. So good. Um, well, before we dive into like Bachelor Nation stuff, mm-hmm. I should um make sure everyone understands that Jenna is uh sick again, and I was definitely talking about myself in the third person right now, which is horrible. <laughs> um, and I hate myself for that. But yeah, y'all, I think um what I've really concluded is that uh Peter makes me sick. Oh basically like 
mentally, emotionally, and now physically, because I've been sick. If most people have been listening to the season, I was sick for the entire first month of the show airing. And then I had one week of healthiness as a treat. And now I'm right back to being <laughs> sick. And I just, I don't, um, I, the season basically needs to end or I'm going to actually die. And I know mm -hmm. we say that we want to die all the time while we watch the show, but I'm like actually being killed by the show. I would also like to add that I am getting sick also, which are probably from extenuating life circumstances. Yeah. Uh, I would like to give a public shout out to whoever fucking hacked my Snapchat and is ruining my life right now. You're a fucking terrible person and I will send you to prison. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> I'll, I'll be the aggro boyfriend's like, yeah, I'm gonna kick your ass, dude. You've already if done I that. <laughs> well, I know, I saw that Instagram story. I was like, damn, I didn't know Andrew had it in him. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't. Well, <laughs> There's that. No, Andrew's uh, a big, strong boy. But if, <laughs> beat up but if anybody, any of our listeners are, they work for Snapchat. Um, first of all, I'm sorry. Second of all, <laughs> you're doing Dana. a terrible job. Yeah, you're doing a terrible <laughs> job, and you should message Danica so that she can get her her account deleted. Come on now. Okay, fuck me up. So, um, also like life has been really like wild for all of us like in our own personal lives but also bachelor nation has been kind of in a an upheaval like you know what mercury is in retrograde as of what today but oh. it's been happening for a minute because okay. this week we heard that chris and crystal broke up which is insane because they just got married i don't even know like six months they were just on paradise this last yeah. week getting married and uh, they broke up. And then there's talk about, like, Dean and Kaylin might have gotten married, which is so crazy. But, like, I thought it was just, like, a bullshit, like, cosmopolitan thing. Like, I read it in, like, the Facebook group that we're a part yeah. of. But, like, I looked at some of the comments and they, there's – he has a ring on his, like, left hand. Yeah. And I went so as far as to look at a couple of his tagged photos. And one of the tagged photos that he has a ring on is the photo was posted by – the account for his dating podcast that he has with Jared. Mm -hmm. And so like, and then somebody in the comment section was like, is that a ring? And then the count that's ran by people who know Dean, who are like, you know, his people were like, yes, it is. And then like made like a weird emoji. And I'm like, so wait, what is, that's like a confirmation basically. Am I right? Or, but yeah, like people. Unless um, he's a Jonas brother and it's just a promise ring. Uh, <laughs> Oh my god, I'll kill you. Andrew, you're kicked off the podcast. I'm sorry. Just I'll try. <laughs> no. Um, no, but like also Evan Bass today on Twitter was like teasing him about it. Like <laughs> and like he and Evan have this like fake feud. They they're in love with each other. Like I want Evan and Dean to get married. It's amazing. Oh, please, but, can I have that? Yeah, together. Mm. Yeah, ship. Um <laughs> Um, and then there was like this other this other thing we read in the Facebook group that was just like they Tragic. were like clamoring for Alea to be Bachelorette, and it literally I think every single person in our group except for like one mom was like, "Ew, no, no," because like the the article's title was "Bachelor Nation is begging for Alea to be Bachelorette," and we're like, "Excuse me, where?" where? So many people, including myself, had to be like, "Wait, which person?" 
who? What? And I've had to, I've had, I still don't know who the top four people's names are. I had to look up Madison <laughs> again today. So like, Ooh, hey. yeah, clearly no one's clamoring. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. Everyone's like, then of course Mike Flies posted like, we need help picking the bachelorette. And people were just losing their fucking shit on that thread. <laughs> and of course I came in with our date card pod and our Twitter, which follow us date card podcast. And I was like, uh, duh, the only true answer is Mike Johnson for Bachelorette. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want a double Hannah. Like, I support her. I think she deserves love, all that stuff. I want right. a Bachelor back-to-back. I need Mike <laughs> on my television screen. I'm so horny. <laughs> so horny. So horny. Oh, I would like Mike because I'm tired of Danica being so horny. <laughs> That's why I found the crayon. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. We have to talk about the crayon. Yeah, we have to update the story. We can do it at the top. Yeah, do it at the top. Jump to conclusions. At the end of last week's podcast, which I was hoping to be discreet by saying that my boyfriend failed in the only task he's ever done that I was truly proud of. Yeah. Which was securing Danica a very large plastic crayon bank that she uses as a masturbation tool when she was young, a young Danica. And uh, so it was so funny because we were over there last Monday, yeah, before we recorded the podcast. And then he gives this whole fucking rigmarole <laughs> about how he lost the crayon somehow because he was incredibly trashed when he stole it, which that tracks. Yes, but, no, there's video evidence. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, it's so funny. He's talking about how he's he lost it, and Danica actually looks pretty like dejected. And I was like, man, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to like lose Andrew as a friend this soon, you know. And then, um, but you know, but it was weird though. In my fucking head, though, I did have that thought. I was like, what if he's lying right now? Because he has that lying kind of mustache, you know. So I'm glad you, sh- <laughs> I'm glad you shaved it. <laughs> also, another reason I shaved it. <laughs> I don't want to be the mischievous mustachio man. So turns out he was lying and he had the crayon the whole time, y'all. And he gave it to her for Valentine's Day. With a uh, uh, half dozen roses oh. and roses. I mean, yeah. Oh, wow. It was very, very, very kitsch and very cute. Very on brand. Um, yeah. On brand for <laughs> like on all, then, all levels <laughs> i would i would like to update everyone Ooh, it's early to tell truth uh isn't it it's the top of the episode um i use the crayon this morning to see if it slaps still and it totally does yeah open that baby <laughs> Celebration drink right there. Yeah. <laughs> well, Red Rocket works. Red yeah. Rocket, Red oh Rocket. my god. <laughs> I mean, it's good. You could probably use it when you're on your period. <clears throat> yeah. Oh. I can yeah. use it anytime. That's I mean, true. true. Oh goodness gracious! Maybe you can let the pillows get a break, and so <laughs> Andrew. <laughs> So I can finally sleep without being <laughs> smothered. Assaulted, yeah, by my vagina smell. Oh, smothered in Literally, I think smell. this morning we woke up. <laughs> we woke up this morning. We were sleeping at my house, and Andrew, like, 
I always give him the like masturbation pillows because I don't want to fucking smell myself. Mm-hmm. I don't smell good to me. Like it's it's just a me thing. But Andrew woke up and he was like smelling one of my pillows and I was like, he started laughing and I was like, what? And he was just talking about like, I don't know if he was joking or not, like truly, but he was like, oh, I can smell it. And I was like, no, you fucking can't. I'm not that dirty. (laughs) Not. I was like, I wear clothes when I masturbate. Like, it's not like I'm just like, take my underwear off and like trip on my own pillows. That's stupid. I mean, yeah. That's, <laughs> wait, I, okay. Anyway, mm, I think it's a little bit of your like old school religion. <laughs> what? You, I, you gotta get naked to masturbate. No, you know, it feels okay. good with clothes on. Fair, fair. Also, yeah, I have a lot of shame about my body. That's fine. <laughs> Hey, we're just getting real, real right now, aren't we, y'all? <laughs> oh, God, 12 minutes in. Please, nobody listen to this. I'm not advertising this one. That's fine. <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, okay, yeah, so this is hometowns, y'all. We made it to hometowns, which means we're so close to being done. Um, God, we get, like, I, one week off. <laughs> I'm so excited. Even as a not big-time viewer, I'm excited this is almost done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's almost over. And, like... Despite you not knowing everyone's name still, Danica, I um, <laughs> I do feel like I was just kind of thinking about the day as I was tagging a meme. I was like, wow, I don't even have that many names to tag anymore. And it was very relieving and just like, I felt like I did, I do kind of know these people a little bit more. And that was kind of nice because it was just, I felt like four weeks ago, I was like, I don't know who the fuck half these people are. So yeah, it's nice. But I wish, you know, somebody I wish I didn't know anymore. Peter, I wish I didn't know him anymore. <laughs> I would also like to take a moment and discuss, like, at first, like, we were just like, you know, like, all this shit we said, like, he's actually really good. And, like, jump cut to right now. Absolutely F this guy. Literally, like, narrator voice, like, they weren't excited. Yeah. It's not good. Yeah, he just, like, he just, I can't, he has such a, like, hair trigger boner emotional like attachment mm-hmm. to his heart and he and then like the crying thing gets him like works for him and it's it's just really disappointing and i guess i don't like blame him for some of it but it's just ugh. It's basically like I mean, like, the what happened in this episode like big picture is what's been yeah. happening the entire season like Peter always has the opportunity to do the right thing or to do like just make a decision and a woman talks to him and his entire world collapses and he changes his mind about anything like he has never made like a decision a hundred percent on his own this whole season and like literally all of his decisions are made because he's an enormous like horny stupid dumbass like i there is zero reason (laughs) that the person that made it through this round should have made it through this round it's absolutely bonkers truly truly even tyler c said it on like an interview last week on like public and like television he was like yeah we all know peter just wants to take her to the fantasy suite and i was like ding 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 It's funny because I was I was listening. I mean, we're talking about Victoria F, obviously. Yes. Like, <laughs> I mean, like I would hate fuck her also, so I'm part of the problem. But like I think uh I was listening to Nick Viall's podcast earlier today and he said 
sort of the same thing. Like there were women that he brought in to fantasy suites because he was attracted to them, but he like purposefully like did not have sex with them because he wanted to try to make things work with Vanessa, who he wanted mm-hmm. to end up with like at the end of it all. And he had already gotten like the horny dude edit yeah. so many times before. Yeah. And so like Peter has is clearly taking this woman in because he wants to fuck her. And then he has like the virgin. And then Hannah Ann, who I I'm convinced is also a virgin. Like maybe that'll be the second <laughs> reveal. Just like bring the two virgins home. Oh That's what his God. mom's crying about. I don't know. I thought they were gonna be like the patron saints, the virgin. Uh, <laughs> I don't have three good ones. Sorry. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I crapped the bed on that one. Sorry, folks. You're good. <laughs> it's like yeah, it's just really, really kind of. It's just so obvious and blatant and like. Ugh. Anyway, I have a whole big theory on the finale at the end let's try to remember for me to talk about it is based off of no spoilers i just like have a a theory that i want to talk about um yeah so let's just get into this fucking bullshit eh 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 all right daniel let's go (laughs) fuck off um (laughs) actually quick question (laughs) go ahead pilot pete right why didn't he fly into all these states? Like, why didn't they, like, make it a thing to be like, oh, I'm going to travel around to these hometowns? I would have right? loved that, like, yeah. Uh, they, he's, like, flying in, really you see them in the, the field being like, oh, he's coming in! Yeah, exactly! I really feel like they have overdone the pilot thing so much that, like, if they They did it at the beginning, but then they just, like... There was a moment, like, they have, like, the the rose ceremony and a hanger and, and a hanger but like have him fly in we haven't I, mean, I don't know i don't know we can agree to disagree there yeah. i am yeah. so sick of peter and his profession <laughs> i actually like i when i went to disneyland with my mom we flew delta and i was like looking <laughs> to see if peter was my pilot <laughs> so like I'm so you could get off the plane you were like i'm not on the, i'm not flying <laughs> on this fucking safe. plane i'm not i don't feel safe no this is not if i get a refund bad choices in like crunch moments i don't trust him yeah i don't trust it um what were we saying last night he probably is on the same flight as that one woman who's getting punched in the back of the seat <laughs> dude <laughs> you're like yeah and he's like er, uh captain speaking um uh i think it's fine Anyway, yeah. she's crying. I'm gonna fuck her later, <laughs> dude. Yeah, that guy is Victoria F, and like the the person sitting in front is Peter, and it's also <laughs> me sitting in the front and Peter sitting in the back. It's so much. It's assault oh, from it's, all directions. God, it has I'll layers, y'all. Like, honestly, hot take. Be mad at the plane company that like makes these horrible death oh, yeah. boxes for us oh, all to yeah. sit in. It's yeah, obviously can... terrible to recline your seat, mm-hmm. but they are also reclined, so like let people do it. And also, most of the time, you get to pick your seat. So if you're sitting in the back and you're bitching about not being able to recline your seat, like, fuck off. Sorry. Yeah, that was your Wait, life, dude. Didn't, like, someone at Delta say, like, oh, if you're going to recline, ask first? It's like, no. No. Make it easier to recline. Y'all built the fucking plane. Yeah. yeah F I that. can't. I can't. I can't. Oh, men are trash. Okay. We're going to get our podcast banned. Um, <laughs> here, here. here. <laughs> Andrew, did you come on my podcast to sabotage it to where? Yeah, (laughs) that's the only reason I'm here. Is like, you know what? I'm tired of these. These women have too loud of a voice. We have like the internet, like a drop in like. 
<laughs> we have like a drop in like le- uh, women listeners, but like a rise in men listeners all of a sudden, and they're like, um, I actually normally hate two bitches talking, but I really liked when this one guy was here. <laughs> I'm, tr- I'm trying to really ring in that, that okay. market. Okay, well, speaking of toxic masculinity, we're going to go to Hannah's first date because we're going to meet her dad, who is toxic. Um, and also amazing, also at the same time. I don't really know. Like, I don't know how I feel about him, which probably means I want to fuck him. Um, so we go to Hannah Ann's date, which is in Knoxville, Tennessee. I'm not sure why Hannah Ann is on this show. She's already an influencer who lives in Tennessee. Anyway, bye. Um, <laughs> doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, <laughs> but apparently Hannah's dad works in the lumber industry, which we did not know any of that beforehand. But Peter remembers um, that he's a forester of some sort, which I'm like, does Tennessee even have trees? I don't know. Um Wait, it does, right? I'm getting it. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yeah, they have to have something to make all the guitars with that Jed is uh, uh, destroying. And um, also, yeah. all the wood burn for Jack Daniels. I don't know. I saw huh? some ad. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're burning trees. Oh, good carbon footprint. Great, I- thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's, the planet is dying. Thank you for burning trees. <laughs> so she tells him. She tells him that he needs to prove that he's a real man in order to win her dad's opinion. And uh, thoughts on that? I love that uh, Peter's first idea is to say, let's go, as if he's a gamer, which easily <laughs> proves you're a man to yeah. somebody who's like a yeah. super intense uh, manual labor yeah, person. That's how I know you are a real man, Andrew. <laughs> All of your gaming. Let's go. Let's go. Let's LFG, let's freaking go. Yeah, I just don't really know what make a. Re- I mean, obviously, it's a tired opinion. Like, yeah, real man is just a st- stupid concept and a stupid idea. But like, sure. when you when you think about the kind of people that like want to make you a real man, Rick is it? Like, yeah, but also you would say that Peter is also a real man in his own right because he's incapable of making any decisions or. <laughs> standing any ground or communicating appropriately with anybody. So honestly, he's the manliest man I've ever known. Yeah. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? I mean, I would date him for six months and then he would dump me. So for sure, for sure. Um, We, we hang out for them for a minute. Well, they go, okay, sorry. They chop, they throw some axes and Peter is terrible at it because he's (laughs) not a physical man really, which is fine. I'm it's fine, but uh, he's not gonna. No, that it. was the most defensive part of the whole episode. I just <laughs> cannot stand how Peter can't throw an axe. <laughs> I think the most defensive part was uh, where was the security team when um, Hannah jumped on his back with the axe in her hand? And I was yeah. like, she's gonna just straight up stab him. Like, <laughs> what if? Oh, Hannah, how and- much better would this season have been if? Oh. That was what sent him to the hospital. Right? true villain, because she could have fucking killed Peter, and the season would be over. And she did nothing. What a fucking coward. I just remember that one shot where you're just like, um, that's not compliant with safety standards, You know, I like, gotta say. Remember, like, a couple of episodes ago when I called on the audience to kill Peter? And Hannah Ann was Hannah so answered. close. And she just biffed it? Uh, so hard. What a turd. So, well, well, it, I mean, 
I'm glad <laughs> she didn't kill him because we were privy to the magical note that Peter wrote for her with his own list of things that he loves about her. And we were sad to see that he didn't include any hearts above the eyes. Which means he doesn't yeah. love her. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. Clearly. I, like, I, want, I want everyone to like if you don't remember it from the episode like google like this note <laughs> and get a screenshot of it because he writes like a child yeah i'm looking <clears> at <throat> it right now it is oh and, right. it is very much it is his handwriting for sure yeah and like he is so clueless like it's just like number eight which you can't like fully see in the screenshot that i have is he's basically like, I love when you wrap your legs around me, like when we like hug or whatever. And I'm just like, bitch, we all do that. And it's because we want to feel your dick on our vagina. Mm -hmm. Literally, every woman does this. This is nothing to like fall in love with. News and also me. like things I love about you, exclamation point with all cat, like every like beginning of the word capitalized. Yeah. It's just... It's childish and it's wrong. And I hate this cast. Also, she apparently has a name for every dress she's ever worn. What? 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 Is she a different character? I don't know. Like, it, like, is she like, what? This is my Jennifer Lopez from 2002 <laughs> dress? Like, what? Like, what the fuck does that even mean? Like, <laughs> she's like, this is my dress, Jessica. And this is my <laughs> dress, <laughs> amber <laughs> and anyway um i'm really mad at my other dress uh <laughs> becca i don't know whatever <laughs> yeah it's becca, it's it's becca so for sure yeah oh my god it's she's it, it's wild and it's like the most like immature thing and she loves it of course because she's 12 and um yeah and that's pretty much it whatever now we get to meet her family who is just as Bland as you'd expect them to be. Um, Hannah, what was that? <laughs> Hannah Bland. Hannah Bland. Oh, that's great. Hannah Bland. We have a new <laughs> nickname. Fucking in the final <laughs> countdown. Um, so like I see. Okay, so yeah, we're. I love what you wrote. We're like, we're here to be introduced to everyone's favorite vest wearing, potentially racist, definitely shotgun welding dad, Rick. Rick. <laughs> Rick. Oh, Rick, man. Rick, um, like, go ahead. One of the people that like clearly like hates this process, does not believe in it, is not willing to like play into it, which is like exactly the kind of parents like my parents would be. Mm -hmm. Which anybody's parents should be like this, like you stupid bitch. What are you doing? I want my mom to talk to me like that the second I make it onto The Bachelor because it's going to happen. Um. Like, does I feel like every dad hates their daughter a little bit, but like dads whose daughters go on the bachelorette definitely hate their daughters. <laughs> like um, remember how like Rachel's dad wouldn't even come on screen? We didn't even meet her dad because he was like, absolutely not. I am yeah. grounding her for a million years, even though she's yeah. like a total adult woman, but I literally hate her for doing this to me and yeah. my family. <laughs> He was like a judge too. Yeah. And so like I actually I listened to Rachel's podcast today and she was talking with um Becca and Garrett and Brian about like what it was like during their hometown visits. And like apparently off camera Brian had met her dad and they talked for like yeah. a 
minutes or something. And Brian was like, Brian and Rachel were both like, oh yeah, he basically said Brian talks too much. And her dad hated Peter. And I love that so much. I love that energy. Like there's something fake about Peter. I don't like it. Yeah. No, everyone's kind of said that now at this point. Um, That's fucking wild. Gosh, I know. Oh, I guess Peters are just bad. Anyway, what do you know? Um, so basically, yeah, the thing is, like, on this theme with, like, dads who definitely are mad at their daughters and also just, like, mad at the process, Rick is not here for it at all. He's, like, the entire time Peter's talking, he's just like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, um, it's just very, very uncomfortable. I did notice one thing I wanted to say, like, at one point, Rick, when they were, like, talking in the beginning, he's like, I like how you come off, which is basically what I heard was, I like that you're white, because <laughs> that's how i felt <laughs> it was really happening yeah and like they're like this sit down conversation that rick and peter have is so funny because rick is like the the like amount of pursed lips in this photo cannot like he looks like all of the women before they get injections prior to the show you know yeah and so like <laughs> that was that was literally something I was gonna say last. Time. I was like, "How tight are his lips?" Oh, right they're now? they're like they're you could. It's s- like he's white knuckling, but with his mouth. You could put something in a freezer bag, yeah, and it still wouldn't be as sealed as those lips are. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's good. Shit. Oh my god. Um, and like Peter, Peter's like doing that like bullshit thing where he's just like doing all of the bachelor lines where he's like, "I have all the hope in the world. This can mm-hmm. work with us." And, like, I actually, like, really wanted to tell her tonight that I'm, like, falling in love with her. Or, like, I could be falling in love with her or something like that. And, like, I... Rick... (laughs) Rick hates it. I Mm. hate it. I want to talk about this line because it's absolute horseshit. Um, Well, first of all, like, Peter is... He, like, talks about, like, hearing his concerns. He takes them to heart. And literally, like, five seconds later, he runs over to Hannah Ann and tells her he's falling in love with her. I would like every single woman in the United States and all over the world to know that I am falling in love with you is nothing. It means nothing. Literally nothing. I could see myself falling in love with you, which is what they say, like, in, like, episode four. That's nothing. It means nothing. Like, these people are so, like, what does that mean? Nothing. I want to die. I was thinking about that tonight, watching it, because, like, Peter thinks it's real. Like, the dad's like, don't say this to her if you don't think it's real. And I'm like, but Peter believes it's real because he's also not saying anything. He's saying, I feel like it's real that I can tell somebody I am seeing myself falling in love because that is a nothing statement. So, of course, he sees that. Like, if that's mm-hmm. valid to him. And to be honest, okay, really, I guess. Like, I'm not even that mad at him for saying it because it's like, yeah, it's a nothing statement. So, <laughs> I don't know. But also this comes, like, to fruition, kind of, like, this sentiment that, like, I am falling in love with you means nothing um, on the next date, which is Kelsey. Yes, Kelsey's Um, date. Where we go to Des Moines, we meet with her mom, her stepdad, and her sisters, which uh, I would like to talk about for a second, how unfortunate her naming choices were, because it's Kelsey, Kayla, and what? I don't know. Kellison, what? I don't know. I don't remember it from last night. I just like read it today and I was like, what the fuck? Um, so like 
We're really going to have KKK here, like in the house tonight. In Des Moines. In Des Moines. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like maybe her mom was like, I'm only going to have two daughters. It's going to be fine. And then. Well, clearly we can tell which one she hates the most. (laughs) Allison, what? It's it's almost Nordic, but not quite. Yeah, like, literally, literally, she wanted to have a boy so bad she put son in her daughter's name. I was just gonna say that. Kill a son. I, I'm gonna kill a son. I wanted yeah. a son, but you killed what? a son. Yeah. Oh boy. Ooh, heavens. Well, the one thing we should notice is that all the sisters and the mother all do have the same uh, nose doctor. So. <laughs> Um, I hate to, I hate to say it. I know that makes me really superficial and a bitch, but they all had the same na- like nose jobs. Yeah. Anyway, it's fine. Uh, Kelsey is gorgeous and honestly one probably the prettiest woman um on the show right now, besides Victoria Fascist. Um, but we'll get into that later. Yeah. Oh, God, uh, so me. Kelsey brings Peter to like a winery in Iowa, where I wrote a really funny joke where I was like, "Where the wine is made out of corn." <laughs> I love the Midwest. Uh, y'all have so much cool material to work with. Because um, he's like, I'm from the Napa Valley. Okay, that's where fucking wine is made, not in fucking Des Moines. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Um, well, no, you can tell that they're from Iowa because they literally stomp grapes without washing their feet. And I'm just like, what the fuck is wrong with you guys? Like, it's fucking gross. Also, <laughs> cut shot to this photo that Danica provided in the notes. Those ain't wine grapes baby those are grapes you get at trader joe's baby that tub costs four thousand (laughs) dollars and they're not (laughs) yeah they got those things from trader joe's and they were 6.99 for a half a pound and they had to get it all and they had to fill it up and they stomped on these nasty wet Grapes that are regular grapes. Grapes that have seeds in them. These are not wine grapes. I'm so sorry. I really see the seeds on whoever's ankles are yeah. in this picture. Oh, gross. And they really showed us way too much of their feet. Pilot feet. Go Pilot home. feet. That is... <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Pilot feet. Pilot. <laughs> it's so funny because... Andrew and I were like delirious one day. We were wake- we woke up, we were talking about The Bachelor, and I think I said pilot feet, and we both laughed for a really long time, and we were like, that's nothing. It's like, a nothing, why? it's a nothing joke, but we literally said it um, two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And then this popped up and I was like, Well, pilot feet's a reality. We were right. You <laughs> we were right. Could, you could see the future. This is fucked up. <laughs> Oh Dude, God. like Quentin Tarantino, we oh. are just like jerking off so hard. <laughs> oh my this God. Turns out he's a big bachelor fan. Who would have thought? Okay. <laughs> he like oh, he probably oh directed this. Dude, scene. he directed this for sure. Shit. Whoa. <laughs> he this might be how- a producer. Okay. Wow. I mean, it, it was Oscar season, so maybe the Bachelor was just like, hey, maybe we get some of these. <laughs> yeah. Nod. Oh, you know, and Victoria F is really good at pretending um, to be in it for the right reasons, you know, like really good. <sighs> so here's a sad part. So Kelly makes the grave mistake. Kelly, 
Kelsey. God, I wish it was Kelly. <laughs> Fuck, I wish it was Kelly. Bless me. <laughs> Kelly, I miss you. Uh, anyway, Kelsey um, tells this man that she isn't just seeing herself falling in love with him. That she is in love with Peter. Tragic. Tragic. It's a fatal mistake <laughs> in the world. Yeah. Oh. And he does this really great smile where basically everyone should just like right now, like make sure your front teeth are, your top teeth are exposed and then just kind of lower your bottom lip until you have a smile. Kind of. It's a different smile. Yeah. <laughs> yeah just like, eh. And he kind of just looks at her with his like, oh no, you said the wrong combination of words because I'm not feeling it. Look, it was pretty brutal. It was pretty fucking brutal. Ugh. Yeah, I would be devastated if I saw that. They make out a little bit, and he's like, uh, I wish, or I'm really happy you said that. It makes me feel yeah. good. Like, oh, no. Oh, no. Sorry, dude. <laughs> it's really bad. <laughs> but alas, we still go to get to see her family, um, which is her mother. Uh, you wrote the names down. Wow, you take really good notes. We have a mom um, named Beth. Mike, the stepdad. Oh, yeah. And then we went over the sisters, which we're not going to talk about the KKK anymore. Um, <laughs> Until we get to Victoria Fascist. Just so, kidding. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. We have, the, we have way more to talk about. Um, it is uh, revealed that uh, Peter doesn't know what Crab Ragoon is. Yeah. Peter has never been to a Chinese food restaurant before, and he lives in fucking California. So, like... I'm really upset I missed this part because, yeah, going over the notes, I'm just like, wait, I yeah. missed this? Literally, it, it, like, Crab Rangoon is always at the top yeah. of the appetizers list, like, top left corner, first thing there. It's yeah. right above hot and sour soup, every single yeah. restaurant. It doesn't matter. Like, I'm I'm upset with him. It's the most yeah. upsetting part of the season for me. That's why I put it in the notes, because it's not important at all. I hate you, Peter. <laughs> That's where you lost us majorly, dude. <laughs> um, so, I don't know. Whatever. Like, none of this is really that important because he sends her home. Spoiler. But, um, I guess the mom's pretty intense and, like, in a good way. I don't know. Like, I respect her. And the thing is, like, all these parents, like, as weird as they can be and as, like, purest cultures they can be, as we'll get into it, the next one. Like, they also, like, just care about their kids, and they're like, who is this weirdo in our house trying to, like, steal our kid from us? You know? Like, mm -hmm. um, and then the mom's just like, I'm a single mom of three children, and I've been through divorce, and I know how hard it can be, and, like, Kelsey really puts herself out there and loves really hard, so if you, like, just don't break her heart, you understand me? And Peter's like, uh, for like five minutes. Yeah. That might have just been the um, after effects of his Vicodin kicking in, too. Yeah. <laughs> just like, Again. Just... Also, I, his scar was bulging in a few of these shots, <laughs> I will say. Yeah, like it was, red it was Yeah. Yeah, like you could see his heartbeat in his forehead. And I'm like, that's not how that's supposed to work. <laughs> They've given this man no break, and, like, that's where I sometimes feel bad for him. Like, he's had literally yeah. no time to, like, uh, heal from, like, a major surgery on his head. Okay, whatever. 
uh, we're gonna blame that the whole time. Or he's probably gonna be like, "Y'all, I like had a fucking head surgery. Like, do you?" Sp- <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're giving benefit of the doubt. But the most dramatic him. season ever. He's just like, I don't remember any of the last <laughs> six weeks. Start over. I hope after the final rose, he's just like, I don't remember any of this. I married <laughs> and I don't remember. <laughs> I wanted to actually keep Kelly the brunette, but I, I guess I told a different brunette to stay and I sent mm-hmm. Kelly home, but like the whole time I actually really wanted Kelly, but I kept another brunette. I don't really know because I don't remember anything. <laughs> I feel like this is only like something we've never seen before and the most dramatic season ever is because there's only one blonde left <laughs> at this point. It, and, and we can think Vicodin jet lag. <sighs> alcohol mm-hmm. uh, i mean so no, that's many it. things that's, yeah but that is that's <laughs> truly iconic we've never had a season where there's no laurens in the final and no blondes in the final <laughs> so. no laurens no beckas no blondes <laughs> what up i mean there is a hand yeah, still wow. but i mean whatever <laughs> is this like a, a club the rules of a club no laurens no beckas no blondes <laughs> Why did you become Jason Tardick all of a sudden? I'm so horny about it. <laughs> I'm here for it. Fuck me up. Okay, so let's go to Madison. Uh, Maddie. Oh. <laughs> like Stormy. <Auburn>. Maddie. Anyway. <laughs> Maddie. Um, yeah. Auburn, Alabama. Auburn. Yeah. I mean, I used to live in Alabama, and I don't know. I'll continue, but a lot of what happened is very... Auburn. Really? Yeah. Okay. Like, do you, are you like, roll tide. like the, the, worry the, the like, oh, excuse there? me, roll tide. No, thank you. <laughs> There's two no, Auburn, colleges Auburn in Alabama. Is very staunch. No roll tide. That's uh that's, different school, baby. Yeah. Different uh, schools. Oh yeah. We're, we're all war damn Eagle. War damn Eagle is very different from roll tide. Oh, that's, wait. that's like, that's, that's, um, Oh no, prediction. Like what if for next <gasps> season they make Maddie and Hannah and or Hannah B Competing. go together oh, is she compete tied? against each other because Hannah is absolutely a roll tide person. Oh no, that, that was her oh, like thing the, the whole time. Yep, there you go. For a whole season, she like was like roll tide. Like roll tide. <laughs> I don't want you to say that to me later. It was Actually, really good. That was friend. impressive. I was like, is Hannah here? What's going on? <laughs> I love you, Hannah. Mm. Um, <laughs> I love you. Yeah, so uh, they, they go to Auburn and they go to, of course, the basketball um, arena. I don't really know what they're called. Um, oh, yeah. we. Yeah, I mean, no, Auburn. Who is watches massive. sports it's, here? It's an arena. It's, it's an arena. definitely <laughs> an arena at, at Auburn. Yeah. <laughs> they go to the courts and they play some horse. Um, <laughs> I wish they played horse. That'd I know, be cute. that'd be cute. Oh, my we'll God. Shut Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I need you to um, go ahead, Dana. Sorry. This is part. This is great. Sorry, so sorry. Her her dad coaches basketball there. Charles Barkley, who you can tell Peter has no idea who this is, <laughs> um, threatens Peter as like a dad figure. Not entirely sure why. Um, and then Coach Bruce Pearl is also he's like at their like date where they're they're just like playing basketball together. Um, I believe. He's her dad's boss, if I'm remembering right. Yeah, I think so. Um, on the podcast with Nick Fial today, he said that because Nick went to this school, I didn't know this. Oh, um, but Nick apparently went here, and 
he like the coach is like a world renowned creep. Oh um, <laughs> God, damn! <laughs> Which I thought was really funny because he was like brought in as like a person to like be like, yeah, her dad's rad or whatever. Um, but he like reportedly like goes to like college parties, like dances, like with students or whatever. He like cheated on his wife with someone that was on his staff that was like a graduate student. And then he later got divorced. Um, oh my god, I'm and, so into this. Yeah, I mean, not I'll, into what he's I, done, but like, holy shit! And I, I yeah, normally, it makes the sports part more interesting. I normally <laughs> oh like god. listen to Nick's oh podcast early too, but I had to like had a had a really hellish day at work, so I couldn't listen. So mm-hmm. this is like news to me, and I'm like dying for it. Oh, it's oh, so it's great. So I mean, I was already getting a little bit of a creepy vibe because he was just so involved in Hannah's life, you know, and yeah. like. Like, I also get kind of a creep vibe, to be honest, from her father. We'll get into that later. And, I mean, I'm... Both of her parents, honestly. Yeah, Yeah. I'm probably being, like, a little... I don't know what the word is, but, like, I'm definitely, like, potentially stereotyping really Mm. hyper-Christian people in the church. Former former evangelical. Well... Anyway, talk about okay. Anyway, so that's amazing. Well, anyway, he he has them do some drills, and um, it's evident that uh, Peter sucks. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Once again, Peter is terrible. Madison though was like good in a way that made me like really horny about basketball for some reason. Like she was good, dude. Straight up, Madison. I was like, okay. Literally wow. a baller. <laughs> like, yeah, straight up baller. Straight up baller. Yeah, she was very good. I mean, she probably plays and like is yeah. So that was she was very good. And um, they make out in the middle of the court, which was um unsanitary and not necessary. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they didn't have. They didn't even have the like, court side people wipe it. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> the people like the little mops come out. They didn't even wipe it down. No, oh, disgusting. Ugh, gross. gross. I can't. Um. So we go back, to, we go to meet their family. So this is where we meet her mother, uh, Tanya, and her dad, Chad. <laughs> Chad. Daddy. Chad and Mallory and Mary Michael. Mary Michael. Oh, that's so religious, isn't it? I laughed so hard when I reread that today because I didn't remember it from last night. And like when I was like going like making these notes i was like oh my god you poor little virgin bitch like that's crazy that your name is mary michael cruel cruel so they do this obvious very religious tradition where they give somebody a special plate (laughs) the special plate plate is the plate that you eat off of where it has some weird chopped up meat on it and apparently, if you have the special blade, everyone in your household has to give you a compliment. Um, I hate it. I'm just going to say that. Yeah. I would love it if it were the opposite, though. Like, if you got the roast plate, where you just, like, you, with oh. the night that you were eating roast, and you got the roast plate, everyone Fuck. said something shitty about you. <laughs> like, that should be a thing. That's a podcast. Like, that is, that's a TV show. That's a, a comedy performance. Oh, this compliment plate. plate, disgusting. Disgusting. <laughs> so real. Oh, my God. And, like, it's just disgusting. Um, so, I don't know. What's really important about this? Oh, yeah, it's pretty important because basically we find out officially a little bit more about 
Madison. You know, information that we're not necessarily deserving to know. Like, she doesn't need to talk about this shit on public television. This is garbage. Her mother sits her down and um, basically doesn't know if Madison has told Peter about the very specific faith decisions she's made in her life. That her parents definitely had nothing to do with and no pressure at all. There's definitely no reason her parents are still actively chuckling in on her virginity as an adult woman. None at all. Is her godfather T.I. by any chance? <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, no, he's from Atlanta, Georgia. Sorry. Not Shit. I was hoping he would be checking out Hyman. Yeah. Well, I mean, it seems like chatty daddy <laughs> credit goes to danica for that yeah. <laughs> dude chatty daddy definitely has like you know those like tools that they use at the dentist to like see your back yeah, teeth yeah he like definitely has one of those for the hymen dude like no fucking way oh he, he just buys a lot of there was like that board like card game bar board game where you did that with your mouth he just buys all of them. oh <laughs> i don't know the name yeah of it, like you know it, like, that hold you, your mouth open do you know what game we're talking about yeah, where yeah it's like oh yeah your mouth open like this and then you have to like try to say something yeah. it's like an ellen DeGeneres. oh my god that's an ellen degeneres game Isn't it a bit? i think so oh shit it's well, very i mean he definitely uses it for pussies though yeah <sighs> for pussies you're <laughs> banned oh we have to delete all andrew content because he said pussy that way on the yeah phone. not okay dude um <laughs> all, right, all right i'm signing off <laughs> i'm now a virgin just hearing that i'm going backwards no, I don't I wanna... back. <laughs> i'm only oh my god on from uh, now on evangelicals will love me because i can make miracles happen oh <laughs> I mean, I can grow back now. I was going to make another really bad joke that's only, it's very niche to anybody that's listened to cats, where I was going to make an evangelical cats joke. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I I need to stop my laugh. I'm sorry. No, you did good. Laughing off camera is good. Please take it away, yeah. Jenna. We can edit it out. Edit it out. No, no we're gonna, gonna go on. Let us keep going. We won't ever stop. Yeah. Okay, okay, Peter is talking to Chatty Daddy, Daddy Chatty, <laughs> who isn't stoked about Peter falling in love with his daughter. Um, perhaps because Daddy Chatty knows that that phrase means nothing. Um, oh boy. Anyway, it's just some garbage about how, like, you know, he asked Peter, like, how can you assure me this is actually real? Um, I don't want to go down the road unless you know. I'm asking you a really tough question. And Peter's just like, yeah, I can't actually tell you anything right now, dog. Like, we're on television. Don't you know this? Like, I can't fucking tell you a thing. It's really silly. Um, Basically, at one point, he is still really concerned about her virginity. And he really tries to, like, make sure Peter knows that Madison has, like, a really strong, super intense faith, like you know, background in her, like, beliefs, and, like, does Peter understand that? And is he on the same page with her? And this, I felt, was really fucked up in a way, because, like, Peter thinks he's just answering the basic question of, yeah, do you know my daughter is very religious? And he's probably like, yeah, I know, like, sure, we have to pray before every dinner. Like, that's what he thinks that she's he's talking about. 
But like Madison hasn't told him that she's still a virgin. So that's really unfair for Peter to have to like make yeah. these answer these questions when he doesn't really know all the information. Which he doesn't even need to. You know, no one needs to, damn it. And then uh, Daddy goes and talks to Madison. And he's talking about, he, like, is reminding her that she's a woman of faith. And that Peter needs to respect that. Which is so, like, it's really just, like, I want to make sure that your hymen is intact after this experience disgusting and then he was just like overly concerned about his adult child's virginity is saying when you were a little baby I laid my hands on you and prayed for your future husband I'm not ready to say right now that that's him however I'm not ready to close the door either and I'm just like how do you let your parents talk to you like this like like, can we discuss boundaries ever please no instead she's like I love you, Daddy. I don't want to leave here. Like, truly. How do you say that looking like that to the dad who looks like (laughs) some, like, claymation character from the (laughs) 1960s? Truly, I don't. How can we describe this guy? He looks, yeah, as a claymation, like he's. Yeah. I don't remember what he looks like. He He looks like. Like Topher Grace in like that '70s show, but but like but a claymation character yeah. from like the Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer from the '60s. Oh wait, what was the thing I said yesterday? Oh, uh, um, about your bangs. Oh, I think shoot. it was about bangs and Justin the, Bieber, the maybe. Good doctor. Oh yeah, he looks like the guy from the Good Doctor. He went to the same barber as the Good Doctor. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. He looked. He went. Oh God. This guy does not look like a basketball coach, nor does he look like he should have made three children somehow. (laughs) Sorry, that's rude. I know that's not okay. (laughs) But that haircut. Oh, my God. He also looks like a straight Pete Buttigieg, which is wild (laughs) because Pete already looks straight. (laughs) We just lost uh, maybe like 10 viewers. Um... <laughs> if you're voting for Pete, you're a cuck, whatever. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. If you're watching this show, you're also a cuck. I mean, let's just uh, like Venn diagram of oh, it true, all. True. Um, so the only other thing I wanted to say about Madison was like she sort of gets like this harsh reality check from her dad, and then she goes into an ITM and she was like, I was hoping to tell Peter I'm in love with him. But I'm still trying to figure out if our spirits and souls are compatible. Barf, whatever. Uh, I feel like a lot's kind of weighing on that. And, like, Peter is, like, so unaware of, like, any of her thoughts. Well, first of all, she's not sharing anything with him. So, like, that's on her. But, like, he's so unaware of what she's actually thinking and, like, feeling. And he goes into his ITM and he's like, I just know that we're, like, both on the same page. (laughs) And, like, reader, she isn't. Like, she <laughs> is, like, completely affected by, like, what her dad said to her. Because um, daddy's rules. Um, the last thing I would like to say about this is evangelicalism is a curse. And this is coming from a for- former evangelical. And you can sue me if you want to. Goodbye. Uh, quick question. As me, um, I-, I know when you say ITM. Uh, I know you're talking about the talking heads, but what does ITM mean? 
In the moment. In the moment. Okay. Oh, we looked it up before and it was very unclear. Yeah. It's no, we could like it is a weird phrase oh. for sure. Yeah, I I I just know it's like I don't know. I like I get like it's the talking head moment, but it's like you guys say ITM all the time. I'm like, oh what does that mean actually? It well and it's strange and um I this is really a small detail, but like in the previews for this episode we saw last night, there's a moment mm-hmm. where she says, Peter doesn't know I am still a virgin. She, they don't act, they, they show her in front of like the classic backdrop that they use when they're at the mansion. She's wearing mm-hmm. the same outfit, but they're using the background mansion backdrop when they do the ITMs. And when she was having the rest of her ITMs during this hometown date, they were in front of a backdrop that was clearly at her house that they created. And they refilmed, they did, like, a pickup shot for that, like, completely. Uh, I don't really know what that means. It just means they didn't actually get her on camera probably saying, I'm still a virgin, and they really needed her to say that Mm. with a narrative. Not uh, N-Q-I-T-M. Not quite in the moment. (laughs) Not quite in the moment. (laughs) It's just a little bit after the moment. Yeah, (laughs) you just really got to watch these fucking producers. They were trying to trick us every fucking second. One other thing I'll say is that um, I actually only, like, noticed it the second time around because I had listened to Nick's podcast. But it looks like um, this is, like, somewhat related. But it looks like they're making the final three live together still. Yeah. And that's different. They have not done that, to my knowledge, before. Yeah, yeah. I don't like that either. Like after, I was hometowns, after hometowns, they will separate the four of them. They'll leave them with their producer. So, like, the only thing they have to focus on is their relationship. Because at that point, we're not focused on drama so much anymore. Yeah. And they want people to be, like, in love with Peter. Because otherwise, they don't get the ending that they want. But, like... In, like, the previews for next episodes, they're, the three of them are still together and, like, talking. So, like, they're making, they might be making them live together still, which is fucking insane and mean. <laughs> then again, this season has been nothing, it's been nothing but just absolute chaos. Again, so. <laughs> bring Elon back. This is a disaster. I feel I like miss you, Elon. we're, like, watching, like, the Joker with Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> Utter <laughs> chaos. Mm-hmm. That's the only movie I saw this season. Sue me. Um, I, did you really watch that? Yeah, I did watch the Joker. It's like it has, yeah, there's there was like some I comedian elements to it. <laughs> Danica's disgusted. <laughs> okay, whatever. You know what, y'all? It's fine. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm muted the rest of the episode. I don't need to talk anymore. Speaking of. The Joker. <laughs> the Joker in utter chaos. This brings <laughs> us to the final date of this episode, which is the one with good old Victoria Fascist. Um, I do love, by the way, our fans who are actually Date Card Pod fans. When they message me randomly, they do use Victoria Fascist in their messages to me. And I am it's probably our most proudest moment, your proudest moment, because you definitely came up with that. And... Thank you. Ah, that's beautiful. Um, so she's from, I love my drunk idea. She's from Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> she's from Virginia Beach, which is in Virginia. 
Yeah. Okay, good. So. I don't really fucking care. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. I don't even know where that is in the country. Um, <laughs> look, low key. Um, <laughs> so, you know, that reminds me of that tweet I posted like a couple weeks ago where I was like, I've lived in the United States my whole life and I have no idea where Washington, D.C. is. Like, if you asked me to point it out on a map, I'd be like, I uh, don't really know. We're so stupid. <laughs> um, so she they they go and they run on the beach a little bit and then they go do some old timey photos. Um, uh, which are fun. I've done that before with my like cousins when I was younger. Um uh, it's like a fun date though for sure. Um It's funny though that the racist is doing it. Yeah, <laughs> about that. <laughs> Wow. No, that was really good. I didn't even thought of that. That's such a good call. (laughs) She's like, let's go back. You know what? If I had my druthers, I'd like our date to take place in 1855 when only whites (laughs) existed. That's when I would love to take you on a date, sir. So let's go ahead and just like giddy up, motherfucker. Let's put on this weird hat. (laughs) He looks like a fucking asshole on this bowler hat. He looks like an industrialist who is absolutely exploiting people for his own gain. (laughs) And she looks like Princess Peach going back to saying he is a gamer. Yeah. And see, it all all adds up. up. Oh, God, he's so disgusting in this picture that I put in the (laughs) note. I cannot look at it. He's holding, holding like, a literal, like, slave owner cane, you know? (laughs) And she literally, oh, my God, Danica, I didn't even think about this. Now, looking at the photo, like, all I can see is literally slave owners. Like, there's, what is happening? It's why. Please use this for a meme. We'll come up with something. We can do it. Uh, I like literally I literally I hate them both more every second I think about it I can't do it I can't oh my god they're having the grandest time doing this oh shit me up oh you love to be racist you really do um oh man um I found out later that the girl who comes and talks to Peter later, who is our hero. We'll talk about her later. She's a Trump supporter. And I'm like, well, of course, she lives in Virginia Beach, Virginia. They're all fucking racist. They're all fucking racist. I know. Oh, right. I can't, you can't. You can't win. The whole fucking thing. I wish I wish we had a screenshot of, like, Andrew all and I's faces. faces. Yeah, all of our faces <laughs> when you revealed that information because it was truly priceless. Just, like, head in hands, just, like, double-chinning, like, re- like revolting. <laughs> Don't cover Andrew's face. Oh, sorry. <laughs> okay, good. All right, let's do we- um, anyone. Um, so, um, yeah, anyway, it's, like, Gosh, what is there to say? We there's so much to actually say about Victoria. I don't really want to focus on the boring stuff. So they um they have. I feel like as much as you want to say it, it'll take another podcast. Yeah, (laughs) part two. She takes. She surprises him with a musical guest now because it's on her terms, and it's a it's a country it's a country star by the name of Hunter Hayes. 
Um, he sings the song he wrote about their relationship, apparently, <laughs> which is, I don't want easy, I want crazy. Fuck. And, oh, the problematicism. And, like, Peter's just, like, doing that stupid white guy dance that he does that is completely, like, off rhythm. But... Like, shoulders, he, he looks like a vulture surrounding his prey. Yeah. He's like, oh, he looks yeah. like you pre-sex. <laughs> like it's yeah. fine and but like he's excited because she didn't fuck hunter hayes and um it's so far as we know who knows really i don't really know he looks like clay aiken to me but that's just my opinion um <laughs> do you remember clay aiken <laughs> yeah we do okay uh tiniest mouse boy oh boy um so, I feel like her eyes would have been very telling, though, if she knew him, because sure. how could you miss yeah, his sure. eyes? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and also, she'd be like, who's this? Who is this? <laughs> also, Andrew and I were joking earlier today that Victoria's eyes are as big as my, like, glasses frames are. <laughs> oh, my God. Because <laughs> it's kind of true. Yeah, watch our... We I, all have seen her before. Yeah, watch our IG stories for that picture I just took. <laughs> You'll see how big so like this anonymous like woman appears they blur out her face uh but for some reason don't think to bleep her name (laughs) at any point during the episode which is so funny her name is marissa we find out very shortly after that she is peter's ex-girlfriend i'm really curious as to how she ended up here because so she moved back to virginia beach and like has lived there for two years Right, but I'm, like, wondering at what point she contacted producers because, or, like, producers contacted her because, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, at this point, we're assuming that Victoria F. is, like, a plant. Like, she's not going to make it to top two, right? Sure. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have my theories. Think, right? I, have, I have theories. Let's talk about the theories later. Um, okay. mm-hmm. But, like, yeah, ultimately, I, like, regardless, like, the thing is, apparently she's, like, friends with the people. They're, they're all, like, in a, it's a small enough town, and I think that, like, when The Bachelor comes to any small town, they make a blast, and they're like, hey, do you want to be on the episode as a cheering crowd? Like, I believe this Mar- Marissa person probably just heard The Bachelor was in town. She knows that her ex-friend Victoria went on the show. She knows her ex-boyfriend Peter is the lead like I feel like either producers reach out to her or she also reached out to them like yo dog like I know you're coming here and I know some shit right and I'm just like wondering at what point in the process Mm -hmm. that that happened because like they could have done this a lot earlier but it seems like very strategic that it was happening like in this moment well yeah no for sure I mean, so basically she comes up to him and they like reminisce because they used to date and then it's real cute and awkward or whatever. And then she just bla- just like cuts like hard cut like, hey, so I just want to let you know, like, um, be careful and don't hang out with this person um, because it's like not a good situation. I know you're a really good dude, but and I know you're such a good dude. I know you don't deserve to be going on a date with that. <laughs> literally referring to a person as that (laughs) that's insane that's insane behavior but like um and then she says there's been so many relationships broken up because of her and he sighs also doesn't seem that surprised lol like he says goodbye to his ex 
And then he's like in the car driving away and he was like, that's a complete bomb that just got dropped. I'm so confused. I don't know how to go about dealing with this. Um, and he like arrives to her house or her parents' house rather, yeah. like looking visibly upset. They sit on the stairs to have like a conversation, which goes really great. Just like all conversations with her go. There's so much clarity there and she handles it like so well. And it's like, Oh, it's like a model for adult behavior. (laughs) It's so great. Okay. Here's the thing, y'all. We don't have the time to really go into every ounce of this very wild conversation that happened. I have time. (laughs) I have time. I I don't actually got anywhere to go. Um, We just don't want to because it's so fucking miserable. It is, it is wild. Okay. Oh, God bless. God bless. God bless. We need two episodes to yeah. talk about fashion. Yeah. yeah. So, Peter, Marissa told me that you came. And so, like, when he says the, when he says the name Marissa, Victoria's face freezes. Oh. Like, f- just full on, just, like, just can't, like, handle it. Because she knows who Marissa is. And she knows she about to get fucked. Uh, Marissa told me you caused a lot of other relationships to end. And I don't know what she's referring to, but those are her words. Here's case in point. Peter's just actually, to his point later on in the conversation, he was just trying to get information. He said, I don't know what that means. I would just like to know more information. The Victoria gets incredibly defensive, <laughs> which is her only other mood aside from being, <laughs> what, what is that? it's like just like like banal nothingness like her mood is either i have big eyes or i'm fucking pissed off at you (laughs) which is also basically courtney Courtney kardashian like you called out like a couple weeks ago and that's how courtney kardashian is too she's either livid or nothing Mm -hmm. so anyway uh she's either hot or mad yeah i mean oof uh victoria i haven't broken up any relationships relationships is she talking about what did i do what did i break up in town um she gets to just like totally starts to lash out and just saying a lot of like incomplete sentences like i just i can't i don't know i feel like i'm but it's like whinier than that yeah i wish i had listened to it before it's like the kind of whiny that i aspire to be to get what i want I I can't do it. I have really nasally tonight, so I'll try to go for it a little bit. I'm going to read this one. You literally just came in here to act like that? Are you kidding me? You're supposed to meet my family tonight. And you decided that what Marissa told you is more important than meeting my entire family? You know what? Well done. Applause. Well, I have nothing to say to you right now. (laughs) And he's like, nothing. "Um, what? Excuse me? I also, one of my favorite moments is he's like, he, she didn't, when, or, fine. I'm sorry. I, I had a total brain fart. Peter goes, um, so I'm not going to give you specifics about what she said, but she told me this. And then Victoria goes, well, who's told you that? Like, or who did she say told you, or mm-hmm. you, ah, fuck, I, never mind. <laughs> Never mind. Cut that out. No, we're not going. We're not going <laughs> to. 
No, but I, um, I agree with what you're saying. It was basically, like, Peter was saying, she's not going to tell me specifics. Yeah. But this has happened. Well, who was it that I broke up? It's like, no, I just, I literally just told you that there was no specifics. No, it is. Just... It's manipulative. It's manipulative. <laughs> yeah. She's doing. She's trying to, like, yeah. talk over him and not understand, like, get him to be confused and to say something that he doesn't even know to be true so that she can use yeah. it as, like, evidence to prove that this is all like a farce and that's like so manipulative yeah and i mean like she's like completely deflecting every single question that he asks of her which are totally reasonable questions like really like her two options at this point well i mean she had three she chose the wrong one Mm -hmm. they are either admit that that Mm -hmm. happened and be like yeah i regret that that was something that happened in my past and we all have a past Or, like, no, that didn't happen, but, like, I would love to, like, reassure you that this didn't happen. What she does is gaslight him, deflect Mm -hmm. her behavior, blame, and, like, that's, and, like, make him feel bad for asking the question. So it's like, yeah, bitch, you're, you're fucking guilty. Like, that's not a rational response for somebody who hasn't done something like that. It's so, it's so, like, obvious. Like, that is what happens. And I think I made a post about it today. Like, I'm not even mad that Peter falls for the gaslighting. Because it is a very, um, it's a, it's a very strong tactic. Like, it works. It's a thing that works, like, on people. Is you're in an emotional state, you're clearly upset, and the person changes the narrative and guilts you so that you forget why you came there to talk to him about the one thing in the beginning by guilting mm-hmm. you what, we were here to meet my family you don't care about my family you care about what this random woman says and now peter's trying to be like no i was i i like that's how that is done it's so like classic by the book and it's hard to watch and also entertaining I hate. I mean, I hate that I'm entertained by literal emotional abuse, and like I need to go to therapy about that. But like, oh, it was so fun. Oh man, mostly because I probably just like don't like Peter. Um, but anyway, (laughs) they keep arguing. Um, he like sort of accuses her. Not accuse is not the right word. He's just like, I feel like you haven't ever fought for a relationship, Mm. and she's like what are you talking about? And it's just like, um, well, I don't know. You fucking run away from every confrontation you've ever had and like threaten to leave all the time. And she's like, um, I don't agree with that. And he's like, you- <laughs> that was the wildest shit I've ever seen. Cause he kind of like, kind of stands up for himself for once. He goes, no, really? You're looking me dead in the eye. and You're telling me you don't agree with that. And she's like, no, I don't. And he's like, really? You literally walk away. No, I don't. No, I don't. You know what? I don't this. And then she looks at a, she deadpans the fucking camera, looks at a producer and is like, I'm done with this shit. Gets up, walks down the street. And we're like, thank God it's fucking over. We're done. Right. And it's Mm. the first time she's ever made eye contact with anyone on the whole season. (laughs) Even when your eyes are 80% of your body. (laughs) Sorry. I'm so sorry like, for the listeners. That was the best joke ever. <laughs> Thank you. Um, no, literally, she's she also is just like, I can't do this right now. I'm so done. I hate this every time. It's like, I can't catch a break. And it's like, you've gotten every single break mm-hmm. the entire season. The whole season. You have been getting so many fucking breaks. You have... Okay, this is why... Okay, I wrote at the beginning 
Call we have to point, remember. Call her point break. We, I have to talk about this. <laughs> At the beginning of the season, her limo exit was, I have a dry sense of humor, but that's the only dry thing about me. She has not shown that she has a sense of humor even for one fucking second. And she's just a huge emotional, like an emotionally abusive bitch. None. Maybe None. Her, maybe her humor is drier than the driest element on earth. I, I I cannot figure her out. I do not know why. And like the fact that she was like worried about that joke the fucking entire time. I'm just like, <laughs> oh, I remember that. Yeah, that was horrible. She was like, I made the worst mistake <gasps> ever telling him that joke. I was going to spit take. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I, I, for, I totally forgot about that. You know what? Actually... I think if, like, I told somebody a joke the first time I met them and they didn't laugh at it, I would have a complex about for sure. it for probably eight fucking weeks. No, for sure. To the point where I was an emotionally abusive bitch about it. Oh, I, can, I, can oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, like, this all tracks, like, she's, this is all a response to that joke failing. Yeah. Okay. You're Victoria. <gasps> I'm not Victoria. Guys, this is the meanest thing that's ever been said to me. <laughs> yeah, Andrew, I don't like that. No, no. No, you. Mm. <laughs> it's. I know. I get it. Here, um, I have a crayon in my hand. That'll <laughs> make you feel better. Okay. <laughs> well, I was gonna say After the podcast, this all brings it back to the Joker because the Joker fails at a joke and then he murders people. So this tracks that she fails at a joke and now she's trying to destroy Peter. This is Maybe all that's I'm how saying. she breaks up all those marriages. Is she just like kills people? Kill- <gasps> oh my god! What if? <laughs> oh my god! What? No, seriously, straight up. What if there's like a like a series of homicides that have never been caught, <gasps> and it's her? <laughs> yeah. Like, true. how legendary would the Bachelor be? Fucking yeah. call us like- up. We got this shit. I will detect it. <laughs> You know what? This, this is a I'm good. Horny for um, this. <laughs> this is a good cross section between your interests, Jenna, which is uh, what, like murderinos <laughs> yeah, and bachelorinos, yeah, yeah, true crime, murder, murder, murderinos. Oh okay, the long and the short of it, she comes back and they talk more. Which I thought I thought we were free, but she talks more and oh, God, it's really it really breaks my heart. They just. Peter, like, basically, like, apologizes to her. Yeah. Uh, like, she goes, cools off, comes back. Peter apologizes to her. He has nothing to apologize for. Peter is me. I hate him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Peter says, um, oh, my God. I swear to God I wrote this line. Um, Peter says, if it somehow came off that I was taking her side and not yours, I'm sorry for that. And I screamed for all of eternity, and I never stopped, and I never will stop. Yeah. And then she starts crying again and is literally like... I wanted to tell you tonight that I was falling in love with you. How are we even supposed to move forward from this? And I was just like, holy shit. Like, what if you had a conversation with him instead of walking away every five seconds? And also, you can't threaten, like, I was going to tell you I love you. It's so manipulative. It's so gross. Oh, and like, God. It's so disgusting. It's so gross. Um, she then accuses him of taking Marissa's side again. He accuses her of giving up on the relationship and he's basically saying like, have you not seen this entire time how much I've cared for you, how much you have meant to me, 
also he's just like bent over backwards for this horrible person. <sighs> um, she from there is just like talking about how disappointed and embarrassed she is by the whole situation. And then he tells her she deserves to be loved. No, she doesn't. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. We're just going to say that she doesn't. Um, we're going to, I'm really going to gloss over cause I have way more important shit to talk about, about Victoria. Cause this, mm-hmm. the apology shit, she comes to him tomorrow and like the next day and just like apologizes and actually acts kind of uh normal. And is, like, a little, like, sees herself a little bit. She says she kind of does these actions because that's how she used to be. It's how her patterns have been in relationships. She's really trying. She's never tried this hard before in a relationship. She says, I know that sounds stupid and silly, but I really am trying now. Like, those are parts where I'm, like, maybe she sees a little bit of her past behaviors. And she's, like, realizing she really wants real love. and, and, And she's realizing how hard it is. And she's struggling at it. Fair. Yeah. Fair. Also, though, I've never tried this. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Hey. Yeah. Hey. <sighs> that's clear. Thank you. Oh my god. And um. Yeah. Chris Forbidden Rice never tried dating somebody in a very public setting. Oh, Christ. Um. Well, anyway, we do the rose ceremony, and um, he sends Kelsey home. <laughs> so. Why? 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 <laughs> I can't. I mean, it's just a travesty. Like, and she wasn't even the best person in the show, but like at this point, she was the no. one we liked the most. Like Dan was saying, like he just sends home <laughs> everybody we kind of like. Just sends them home every time we make like an open like declaration of like this person's okay he's just like mm. <laughs> bye bye so he keeps and it's very apparent yeah and he's just like i love you oh thanks yeah like, oh she's going home yeah it was very <laughs> obvious early in the episode but also like the funniest thing about this is like it, i think he gave the rose to like hannah first and then to kelsey and then we were all just like well fuck it kelsey's going (laughs) to maddie to maddie wait oh yeah sorry i forgot her name again (laughs) sorry let me start this over he gave it to hannah and then to bitch whose name i forget all the time and then he gave it to victoria of sending kelsey away but still it also doesn't matter because he'll just like rescind be like i didn't mean to give it to you i meant to give it to somebody else i'll bring him back (laughs) yeah fair uh, I made a big mistake. None of it really so, matters. Um, uh, it's also, like, so frustrating that, like, I mean, we forgot to, like, mention it earlier, but, like, Peter literally leaves um, Victoria's hometown date without having met her family. Mm-hmm. So her family is on the other side of the door, just basically waiting for him to come in. And for, like, <laughs> no, like, for an inexplicable reason, after they have their conversation, he just fucking leaves. Mm-hmm. So, like, definitely she should have gone fucking home. Yeah. But, like, literally he wants to get the dick wet so bad. He can't even. Like, so, so bad. <sighs> it, it's And, like, I mean, like. He's like, the size of those tear ducts will get my dick ugh. so wet. Oh. <laughs> but also just, like, the three pictures. Like, even the, like, listeners can't see this. Um, but, like, the three pictures of them side by side the people that get roses hannah ann looks gorgeous she's smiling i forgot her name again smiling madison, madison. smiling victoria f what is this face Smirk. 
It's smile, smile, smirk. And smirk is not what you want for mm-hmm. love. No. Uh, she's so fucking sassy. I can't. Okay. Well, so let's speak. I have to. We got to get serious for a second, y'all. So <clears throat> regarding her fascism, <laughs> we all know if you've been listening that Victoria has been called out for working with a White Lives Matter apparel company called White Lives Matter or and it's about white fish. We don't give a fuck, right? This came out before the season came out officially. It's roughly six weeks ago on the internet. And she responded in such by saying, it's about fish. Y'all just like chill, basically. So this Saturday, over six weeks later, Victoria F. makes a Instagram story. And that's important for you guys to mention. It's a story. And where in which she mm-hmm. finally apologizes. Uh, should I read the whole thing? I don't know. No, no, don't give her the benefit. Okay, thank you. She she makes, I will say, she does make a, the, whoever wrote this for her. Makes, yeah, mm-hmm. her PR person. Yeah. Her PR yeah, person. On a story, 24-hour period. Yeah, makes a decent, mm-hmm. decent attempt at really calling out, like, the racism and saying, like, she doesn't agree with anything that white lives matter represents is like super supportive of POCs and is uh, saddened by daily racism and really hopes that people give her grace during this period of time where she can show that she's a true ally. But like, okay, my, I mean, I haven't read it for a couple of days, but like, I think well, you won't be able to read it because it was a story. And now you won't right. be able to I ever read it. I screenshot that shit immediately. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just saying, like, if, like, that's how you're expecting people to read yes! it. Like, dude, it was a story. It's 24 hours. No one ever, is ever going to see exactly. it. Exactly. Well, and I think, too, like, it's clear. I mean, she's clearly backpedaling, yeah. Um, yeah. which is wild because she knew at that point when she apologized first how far she had gotten in the season. So, like, she thought we were just, like, the people would just like forgive her based on whatever tepid apology that she gave. But like, if it were going to be a sincere apology, um, I think that it would require like a couple of things, which would be like, I fully support black lives matter. Yes. Thank you. Um, I completely denounce uh, and was just like ignorant of some of the designs that were on this website. And I'm sorry for that. Um, I do not, believe in like racist ideology and completely denounce this and I've taken action to get those images removed from the website Mm -hmm. like things like that are like Mm -hmm. incredibly important and then I would also hope that she would like donate the money that she made from that to like a campaign that like did the opposite of whatever this company is doing like those are reasonable calls like those are reasonable requests. Yeah, yeah. It's not requiring too much of her. No. If she actually gave a yeah. shit, like those things would be happening and they're not. Yeah. So like, yeah. Cool of you to hire a PR company instead of just like donate, like putting your money where your mouth is. Um, it's really, but like, I, yeah, it's really also as an ex PR person. It's not enough, dude. Like, yeah. Whoever she hired is doing a shitty job. And yeah. over six weeks later, and mind you, over two weeks later that we get a tweet yeah, from Cosmo saying <laughs> we we removed her cover because of this racist bullshit. She waited two weeks after that to yeah, make exactly. even this. It's like it's mind-boggling 
And it's like, she knows that the shit went down on this date that it did. She should have done this, like, I'm going to try to get on everyone's good grace bullshit weeks oh. ago. Mm-hmm. It's it's wild. It's truly wild. And it's really um, not surprising, A. And B, just... Not surprising. Just, <laughs> 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 I made a very gross face for all those who couldn't see it's, it's good. Hey, everybody. Everyone. <laughs> Um, yeah, anyway, but I do, you guys want to finally hear my final theory, though, because it does involve Victoria. Would love to. Let's- before yeah. you do oh, it, before you do it, yeah. um, we get a preview oh, yes. from yes. Madison. Um, that's basically, she is going to now tell him that she is a virgin. Mm-hmm. I am getting. Oh, she gives him an old tomato. Yeah, she gets him, she gives him an old tomato. <laughs> Um, <laughs> uh, basically she's saying next week is fantasy sweet week I don't think Peter knows how much I'm struggling I'm not willing to compromise who I am for this so he needs to know exactly where my head's at and I'm just like well bitch uh, it's been a while you could have told him so long ago but basically it's a preview where we learn that Madison um, says if he she's like out if he sleeps with other people <laughs> which, um which like, is just like the most bizarre thing ever like, because so you're already out right yeah like he <laughs> he fucked four times and you're just like oh no it's born fine again, this time born again. well you might you um, might be able to attest to this i saw on one of our facebook groups um somebody asked a similar question a while ago and somebody who used to be in, like in the evangelical like world said that there is also like some pretty obvious surprising double standards, but that there's like there's a whole subculture of people who are of women who are virgins who are totally fine marrying a man who's already had sex because it's like but the opposite is yeah because you're like you yeah. can like make that man pure again or some shit and like. There's like as long as the woman is pure, it's okay. Yeah, I mean it's sort of the same thing. I mean, like I grew up evangelical, also like American evangelical, yeah. and so like I definitely dealt with like the same kinds of things. But it's sort. I mean, it's similar to like how it exists in like secular culture too, where it's like, oh, I can fix him. Right. Like, yeah, I can be the person that like fixes the situation, and the same grace is not given to like women in that situation. Right. But, like, the thing that I was thinking of is just, like, is this not, like, I mean, like, Madison definitely hasn't been, like, abusive or, like, gross the entire season. Right. Like, I like her yeah, a lot. Yeah. This is very reminiscent of Luke P. Of course, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Major and Luke so, P vibes. <sighs> I'm just, like, concerned about her overall. I'm very interested to see how this goes. Yeah, so here's my here's my theory. I will, I will okay. preface this for a couple of things. One, if you don't even want to, like... I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm pretty on it. So if you don't even want to think about this shit, then don't listen to this part. But I will say I'm not spoiled. There's no spoilers. People haven't been spoiled yet. So this is truly fucking out of my own head. Um, I think that eventually when he finds out that Maddie does not want to be with him, if he's had sex with other people, that breaks his heart, et cetera, et cetera. And he looks at the two remaining women that he really has viable options with. And that's Hannah Ann and Victoria. He clearly... Really likes Victoria more than Hannah Ann. That's fucking obvious. Duh. He chooses Victoria. And then he sees the season play out. And he goes, oopsie doopsie. And he breaks up with Victoria either before the live 
after the final rose or on the final after the rose. Like, brings up their live. But, like, then, like, the whole mother thing kind of plays because then, like, he, if he breaks up with her beforehand in private, the mother's like, oh, bring Maddie back to us. I don't Whatever. So, like, I feel like in the end, he actually ends up with Maddie, but it's because he goes with Victoria first and then he sees the bullshit. And then, and, and why I say that this is happening is that that is fucking bananas and has never happened before in that scenario. And that's maybe why we haven't been spoiled yet. The flaws are that if he does choose Victoria, like in the end, kind of normally as like a normal season ends, like why don't we know? Why don't we know that that's the case? So that's kind of weird. So my theory has flaws, but. Yeah, I think it's especially true because Victoria chose this moment to do her play for Bachelorette. Like she's trying to clean up her image because. Because he's broken up with her. yeah, I don't I don't think there is any possible way that she ended up and is still with Peter. Yeah. But because yeah. like so because I, I I I have the absolute inverse that Jenna has. I I literally thought he chooses um Madison. Mm-hmm. And then she finds out that he had slept with everyone else, even though she gave him the ultimato. <laughs> ultimatum. Ultimato. Whatever. I'll, I'll stick with ultimato. Whatever. I'm 30-something. It's fine. Jenna thinks um, it's funny. It's, it's going <laughs> to hit every time. And then, like, they hear it, and then they're like, you know, and then Chris Harrison was like, listen, found out you slept with everyone in the world (laughs) not not into you anymore and then he like lies down on his bed cotton of fabric oh yeah i forgot about that scene and then he he cries about it and he's like now what do i do and it's like i guess i have to go with big eyes Uh, and old big eyes is like um i i sent the thing that i i'm I'm upset about everything i did i'm trying to (laughs) be a bachelorette now and now he's just like really i have to pick the third (laughs) Oh, what it like that? Like that, or even at the end, he's just like, no one wants me. Like, what the fuck do I have to do now? And then <sighs> Hannah B is just like, hey, by the way, I'm still here. He's like, get out of here, Hannah B. We don't want you. <laughs> <laughs> I like. What if everyone just denounces him? Like, it's just like one step after the other, where everyone's like, no, we don't want you anymore. And the mother, I and the mother is talking about that. an adoptive puppy. He's adopting a puppy, yeah. and she <laughs> says, bring her home to us. <laughs> you know what? At the end of the day, just bring home a pupper. <laughs> I mean, like, I think maybe, like, if he, it could be, um, like, what you were saying. I think both of your theories have legs, yeah. but, like, yeah. maybe I mean, with, like. What, at this point, everything has legs, because Peter is an absolute shit show. But, like, what you were saying with, like, him, like, picking, like, Maddie, like, this this stuff we're seeing from mom could be, like, weeks after they're done filming. And so, like, what if, like, Maddie, like, finds out that he did sleep with other people Mm -hmm. and that's, like, her boundary? Yeah. Because that is her boundary. She's, like, expressed... I mean, she hasn't expressed it to Peter yet, but, like... Yeah, well, yeah. And so, like, 
what if this is like an after the season's over kind of situation that they had with Hannah and Jed? What's his name? I don't even Jed. <laughs> Ugh, disgusting. Peter? Or or like Hannah or not Hannah, um, Becca and Ari yeah, or yeah. something. Like what if it's like an after the fact kind of thing? Gosh, I'm so- I don't know who he's going to end up with. I don't think he deserves I, anybody. He I, doesn't deserve yeah. to be in a relationship. No. He's not ready. He's really not. He's truly not. I mean, and some people would say he deserves Victoria because they're both monsters. But, uh, you know, that's just what people are saying on the streets. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, basically that's it, y'all. Let us know what your theories are. DM us. um, Comment on our Instagram. Y'all been coming in hot with uh, really great messages and stuff. I met a lot of great followers this week who a couple of them were queer followers and found us through another Instagram page, and I'm really excited about it. I can't remember y'all's names right now, but I'm the worst. But anyway, y'all great, and I should ask for consent consent anyway before I mention your name on. <laughs> consent. consent. Um, I'm a consent creator. <laughs> fuck, <laughs> I'm drunk. Um, so, yeah, that's basically it, And uh, but definitely, like, make sure y'all... Keep keep it up. Keep messaging us. Please share our page and like you know we're we're in the home stretch. Um, we're done, yeah, we're gonna have uh, fantasy suites and then we have a woman tell all and then we have the finale. And uh, yeah, oof, boy, hachi machi. Yeah, it's gonna be a long one, folks. It's be a long one. Is Andrew back? <laughs> Yeah. So, um, any final, final, any final thoughts, Danica? (laughs) (laughs) Ah, final thoughts. Um, I would just, uh, my plugs are fuck you, Snapchat. (laughs) Fuck you, whoever hacked my Snapchat, because they're still following me on Instagram. I fucking see you, dude. Like, get the fuck out. Um, my, my actual, like, I actually would like to thank this person because I have been a person with no purpose in life for the last, I don't know, seven years or something <laughs> since I dropped out of college. My new life goal is to get every single person in this world to delete Snapchat. Um, so go into the Snapchat, delete your account. They don't care about revenge porn. They don't care about fucking anything. They will not take care of you. Um delete your account and then delete the app and never go back to it again and start your own finsta it's way more fun anyway and hey maddie has one so it's fine um hell yeah (laughs) and uh any final thoughts from you andrew um final thoughts oh boy um i don't really have anything Um, are you excited for the finale I'm so excited. I'm I'm really excited to see what happens at the finale and then after the final rose. Like I just with everything we have built up in our minds, it's it's really gonna be a treat. Yeah. Um, because Pete is absolutely gonna shit the bed. <laughs> like there's there's no way it's gonna end positively. There's no way. No way. And I'm so excited yeah, for it. Um oh hit he, he- Let's share his Instagram handle. Oh, yeah, Andrew. Oh, yeah. Go ahead, Andrew. Yeah. Um, yeah, if you want to follow me on Instagram, I don't post that often. Every so often. If you a... want to see more of me, follow <laughs> yeah, if you Andrew see, If you want to see me posting Danica a lot or just my once-in-a-lifetime story, once-in-a-lifetime, whatever, uh, it's Andrew 
A N D R zero N E. Yes. Uh, that's on Instagram. Fabulous. Yeah. And uh, you can follow me at Jenna with a smile and. Uh, you can follow me at Drunk Feminist, but I'm not allowing anyone to oh, follow me. Fair, right fair, now fair, fair. Uh, Y'all hoes can't be trusted. Oh. <laughs> what the fuck? That was, that, that was, was an app. Don't worry. It was an app that Andrew downloaded, and he was like, I'm going to do this on the pod. And I was like, No, the fuck, you're not. <laughs> and I had to sneak it in while Danica was <laughs> <laughs> talking about like a very serious thing that she's going through, and you're like, Don't we love men? Fellas, is it gay to love men? Oh my god, I love this so much. It's so good. I've never been more happy to be single in my life. I was absolutely told not to do it, but there was no way I was not going to have a fart sound in there. Welcome welcome to Andrew's last... Podcast his debut and his finale um <laughs> his finasco yeah in oh the- turns out we're gonna have him as the bachelor next season because uh he could be dumped <laughs> um you dumped, dumped. <laughs> <laughs> okay anyway um y'all just uh make sure you follow date card pod that's the most fucking important part of all of this and yeah. uh make sure you subscribe yeah. and review us and whatever and make sure you're following so below media which is our podcast network boop, 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 boop. and when i'm not sick anymore we're gonna finally and danica's not sick anymore we're finally gonna review or record a commercial for it it's gonna be great but that's not gonna happen tonight um yeah it'll never it'll happen. never happen um and uh that's about it and i love y'all and i hope they have a good week and um just stay hydrated because we're not at all. <laughs> no. Yeah, just whatever you're doing, whatever podcast you're thinking about following, just make sure it's windled down to this one. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Descartes Pod. Make sure you're following us on social media. On Instagram, we are Descartes Pod. On Twitter, we are Descartes Podcast. You can email us at DecardThePodcast at gmail. And make sure you're following your hosts. Danica is at DrunkFeminist on Instagram. And Jenna is Jenna with a smile. Make sure you are subscribed to us on iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. Hey, leave us a review. This is the final podcast tonight. When you are ready. Oh, hello. It's me, the ghost who haunts your phone. Just kidding, it's actually me, Avalon, the host of Boohaha, which is a thing that I do. A podcast, if you will, that happens some weeks, not all. Don't wait up, it's fine, we'll call you. Shut up. Anyway, it's about ghosts and tangents. Mostly tangents, if I'm being entirely honest. So join me each and every week-ish as I gather the funniest people I know to a campfire that I build in my living room and then regale them with spooky tales of boogans and googas. Oh, also, it's a comedy podcast, if that wasn't clear from the vibe, you know. For more podcasts like the one you just listened to, go to SoBelowMedia.com. This, this is As Above, So Below.